What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to yet another episode, uh, bonus episode, I should say, of Annoying Question Boy podcast. Uh, um, yeah, so I don't know how to use a computer very well, so I don't know how to actually add sound effects to this shit. So I'm going to do it with my mouth, because that way I don't have to learn anything. Um... Speaking of not learning anything, so the uh, the Trump administration, number 45, um, officially released their second term agenda, uh, Fighting for You, they call it, on their official website, uh, on August 23rd. But I just recently saw a TikTok about it, and that's where I get a good portion of my uh, current event news, because I'm super cool like that. Uh, so I decided I'd just genuinely talk about it because it's it's like it's hysterical and terrifying at the same time you know the same way like living in america is super funny but also like genuinely like anxiety causing because like it's super funny to look at all the dumb shit that our government and our government officials say and do and like it's super funny to like play a laugh track behind that on like a compilation of like trump being an idiot or nancy pelosi being a ghoul or whatever but then you like realize that like they're in charge of your health care and like it becomes incredibly terrifying yeah something like that so we're gonna go right into it. We're not even going to play any intro music or anything like that. We're just going to get to reading. Bitch, you thought I would fucking play an episode without the intro music? You're crazy. LOL. All right, so let's get right into it. So I'm just going to read directly from Trump's website, DonaldJTrump.com. Um, building on the incredible achievements of President Donald J. Trump's first term in office, the president's re-election campaign today, August 23rd, released a set of core priorities for a second term under the banner of Fighting for You. President Trump's boundless optimism and certainty in America's greatness is reflected in his second term goals and stands in stark contrast to the gloomy vision of America projected by Joe Biden and the Democrats. President Trump will further illuminate these plans during his acceptance speech Thursday at the Republican National Convention Over the coming weeks, the president will be sharing additional details about his plans through policy-focused speeches on the campaign trail. Now, I haven't watched any of those, so, I mean, I can only comment on what I'm reading right now. Um, But my assumption would be that he did uh, probably an amazing job of explaining, like, each layer of the policy that he's enacting and kind of going through, like, each problem that could arise and kind of showing how, like, his policies and his legislator... Uh, legislature that he's like planning on passing like uh, accounts for those possibly uh, arising problems right totally just in you know true Trump fashion you know just being a very good uh, guy at like fucking analyzing shit I don't know what I was trying to say there I lost my train of thought but we're gonna go right into it so 
First things first on his tab of President Trump fighting for you is jobs. So let's go right down the bullet points. First things first, create 10 million new jobs in 10 months. Second, create 1 million new small businesses. Third, cut taxes to boost take-home pay and keep jobs in America. Fourth, enact fair trade deals that protect American jobs. Number five, made in America tax credits. Number six, expand opportunity zones. And the final one under the jobs subheading, continue deregulatory agenda for energy independence. So first things first, I don't know where the fuck they're coming up with these 10 million jobs that they're going to create in 10 months. I sure would like one because I am broke. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I work a minimum wage job that only offers me 20 hours a week because there's a fucking economic crisis. Uh, Also, this create 1 million new small businesses. I don't know how the hell that's going to happen, but we won't even talk about that in depth, I guess. Um, Cut taxes to boost take-home pay and keep jobs in America. My assumption would be that would be more tax cuts to uh, corporations and billionaires in order to try to make trickle-down economics work for, like, the 37th attempt. Uh, Yeah, enact fade... Sorry. Wow. Holy fuck. Enact fair trade deals that protect American jobs. Um, You can't see me, obviously, but I'm throwing my hands up in the air in that way that cartoon characters do to say like, wow, this is real wacky. Um, Because I don't know what trade deals are what I don't even know. Made in America tax credits. Again, I'm going to assume corporations that come back to the states will get big tax uh, credits, which is, you know, super great because we love giving money to billionaires. Um, expand opportunity zones. So I'm going to go ahead and Google opportunity zones because I don't honestly know what they mean by that. So according to this, an opportunity zone is low-income census tract with an individual poverty rate of at least 20% and medium fa- median family income no greater than 80% of the area median. Uh, so basically, like, really poor areas, they're just going to give more money to, like, social programs, maybe? I don't know, but I feel like instead of doing that, they should just kind of, like, eradicate the necessity for, like, it 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 doesn't make sense to just simply print more money and give it to people what would make more sense is the eradication of the necessity for capital in order for things like housing medicine food things of that nature like yeah it'd be great if these people were given a lot of money and stuff like that obviously. But the fact of the matter is that giving money does not solve the solution. The problem is the fact that they need money in order to survive. That shouldn't be a thing. Uh, And the last one, continued deregulatory agenda for energy and independence. My assumption is to deregulate like uh, clean energy bills and therefore make it so that big energy companies can keep fracking and drilling for oil. So a second tab is called 
eradicate COVID-19. So his first bullet point says to develop a vaccine by the end of 2020. Now, I don't know if any of you listened to my last podcast that I posted yesterday, but Trump and his administration decided not to join the global uh, initiative to work together across the world to create a vaccine. We, as the United States of America, as per always, have decided to be the real underdog, the real out-of-left-field guy, and, uh, you know, just totally privatize the attempt to create a vaccine in the States so that if slash when we ever do come up with a vaccine, um, it costs thousands of dollars to get, and therefore, you know, Rich people get richer and poor people die. Really solving problems here, folks. Um, The second bullet point says return to normal in 2021. Super sick because like 2019 sucked, 2018 sucked. Kind of like every year in America fucking sucked. So like returning to normal seems antithetical to what you would want to uh, progress towards as a, you know candidate who's trying to appeal to the masses but that's fine that's perfectly fine his third point says make all critical medicines and supplies for healthcare workers in the united states with what businesses with what factories with what jobs people and then the final is refill stockpiles and prepare for future pandemics again with what jobs what factories what materials what jobs we can't even be in the same stores as more than 20 people how are you going to open up a factory but that's fine third point of course is end our reliance on china bring back 1 million manufacturing jobs from china tax credits for companies that bring back jobs from china allow a hundred percent expensing deductions for essential industries like pharmaceuticals and robotics who bring back their manufacturing to the united states no federal contracts for companies who outsource to china and hold china fully accountable for allowing the virus to spread around the world Like, do I have to go into detail on that one? Because, like, that one just seems like, like, you guys can piece it together yourselves, maybe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys do that. I'll let you guys, you know, I don't, I don't want to shape your ideology or anything like that, or understanding of things. Uh, his next is healthcare. So, cut prescription drug prices. Put patients and doctors back in charge of our healthcare system. Lower healthcare insurance premiums. End surprise billing. Cover all pre-existing conditions. Protect Social Security and Medicare. And protect our veterans and provide world-class healthcare and services. So I'm not even going to go like super into detail on this but i mean the reason why the healthcare industry sucks shit in america is because it's privatized so everything is based off of incentive so cutting prescription drug prices for example you're not going to be able to convince prescription drug companies who have cornered the market and now are in charge of deciding what prices they charge to charge less prices when they have no incentive to do so 
And that goes, again, for lowering health care insurance premiums, covering all pre-existing conditions, protecting Social Security and Medicare, and quote-unquote providing world-class health care and services. None of that can be done when health care is a private industry because they're private industry is only based off of incentive and therefore if there is nothing that is incentivizing healthcare companies big pharma insurance companies to stop being fucking pricks um which there isn't anything in fact there is many incentives to just get worse and do worse um so i don't really know how he plans on going about this but i'm sure he's got a real real thought out understanding and plan for this i'm sure of it guys under education he'll two bullet points uh provide school choice to every child in america and then his second i would like to uh go ahead and google um because again it is not a word that i know the definition of on the top of my head So we we got some we got some blatant fascism. Wow. So the second bullet point says teach American exceptionalism. So I'm going to read straight from Google what the definition of American exceptionalism is. It's pretty long, but let's let's go ahead and dive right through it. American exceptionalism is the theory that the history of the United States is inherently different from that of other nations. In this view, American exceptionalism stems from the emergence of the American Revolution, thereby becoming what the political scientist Seymour Martin Lipset called the first new nation and developing a uniquely American ideology, Americanism, based on liberty, equality before the law, individual responsibility, republicanism, representative democracy, and laissez-faire economics. This ideology itself is often referred to as American exceptionalism. Second is the idea that America has a unique mission to transform the world. As President Abraham Lincoln stated in the Gettysburg Address, Americans have a duty to ensure government of the people by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. Third is the sense that America's history and its mission give it a superiority other over other nations. So yeah, that's um that's cool. God, I want to kill myself. Or sorry, oops, didn't mean that. That was a parody, right? Totally, totally just some Really, really good satire. His next is his famous phrase, drain the swamp. First bullet point, pass congressional term limits. Second, end bureaucratic government bullying of U.S. citizens and small businesses. Third, expose Washington's money trail and delegate powers back to the people and states. Fourth, Drain the globalist swamp by taking on the international organizations that hurt American citizens. Now, it's actually kind of funny because it seems like whoever was writing these policies for him kind of unintentionally stumbled upon some class consciousness um, and kind of like, like, I'm with most of this shit. 
Um, I don't know what he means by bureaucratic government bullying of U.S. citizens and small businesses uh, or by taking on international organizations that hurt American citizens. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm with the eradication of global economies. I'm with the eradication of Congress people being able to serve their whole lives in Congress. And I'm definitely over, like, Washington uh, and its control of, you know, the people and everything like that. But this seems this seems a little fishy because according to just about everything else he said, um, this kind of is antithetical to what he his administration has done. Um, he's kind of given more power to the government, right? And more power to, like, not small businesses, but in fact, like, huge corporations. So... I don't know. Whatever. Uh, defend our police. Real important one here, folks. Uh, fully fund and hire more police and law enforcement officers. Increase criminal penalties for assaults on law enforcement officers. Prosecute law drive-by shootings as acts of domestic terrorism. Bring violent extremist groups like Antifa to justice. End cashless bail and keep dangerous criminals locked up until trial. So, first things first, the whole adding police to uh, existence, hiring more police officers and law enforcement, and adding more protections to police officers and law enforcement. Super fashion authoritarian, but that's fine. Uh, obviously, extremist groups like Antifa are, you know... That's a comical relief that uh, his uh, policymakers have written in in order to make it so that people like me get a real ha-ha out of reading this. And then the final one, end cashless bail and keep dangerous criminals locked up until trial. I'd like to point to the many different examples of individuals who were arrested for nonviolent crimes and spent upwards of 10 years in jail simply waiting, awaiting their trial. Yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Um... End illegal immigration and protect American workers. Block illegal immigrants from becoming eligible to taxpayer-funded welfare, health care, and free college tuition. Mandatory deportation for non-citizen gang members. Dismantle human trafficking networks. End sanctuary cities to restore our neighborhoods and protect our families. Prohibit American companies from replacing United States citizens with lower-cost foreign workers and require new immigrants to be able to support themselves financially. So this is actually really depressing, and I want to scream really bad some very mean things, but I'm not going to because I don't know why. Because nobody fucking whatever. But, like... So, last time I checked... Illegal immigrants can't apply for welfare, right? Because they don't have social security cards and therefore they are not a citizen. And therefore they can't apply for things like, quote unquote, taxpayer funded welfare, health care and free college tuition. Second of all, I'm a, a legal citizen born here. I don't get no fucking taxpayer funded welfare, health care or free college tuition. I pay for that fucking shit. So let's not let's not, you know, joke about that. 
um, mandatory deportation for non-citizen gang members. Because, you know, every single gang member carries around the card that says, I am an official gang member. And that is, you know, supposed to be taken as fact and, you know, definitely cannot be refuted or, uh, or I should say, definitely cannot be misproven because, you know, if you're Hispanic, you're obviously a gang member. Uh, dismantle human trafficking networks? Go off. Do it. But that has nothing to do with illegal immigration, really. Um, end sanctuary cities and restore our neighborhoods and protect our families. So, I mean, again, I don't know um, really who listens to this. So I'm not going to go ahead and assume that you know what a sanctuary city is. And I also am guessing from the top of my mind what it probably means, but I don't actually know. So I'm going to go ahead and read the definition. Uh, a city whose municipal laws tend to protect undocumented immigrants from deportation or prosecution despite federal immigration law. So essentially, they're cities that are built to allow citizens to, or sorry, illegal immigrants to work towards citizenship rather than just taking human beings and throwing them back into unsafe environments and countries from which they fled. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but usually people run away from their homes where they've lived for their entire life, leaving a lot of times most of their extended family just to come to America to take American workers' jobs. Like, that's it. Not because they're in danger or anything like that, but actually just to, like, fuck over Steve, who, like, has a fucking, um, oh, what's the guy? What's, oh, what's, come on. Oh, it's a Marvel thing. The Punisher, who's got a Punisher tattoo with a Blue Lives Matter uh, line right through it. You know, he just, like, failed out of high school and, like, does a lot of coke and actually, like, beats the shit out of his kids. But, like, some illegal immigrant left a, a, a country that we've been actively bombing for 15 years after killing some of his family and friends in order to come to America to be safe. Um, but in fact, really, that's all a ploy. He's just here to take Steve's job, obviously. Uh, prohibit American companies from replacing United States citizens with lower-cost foreign workers. First of all, all American companies are stationed in other countries because it's cheaper, um, because of our wage laws. And also, you cannot incentivize companies that are built in order to gain a profit to not hire lower-cost workers because that will boost their profits. Duh. Come on, Trump. Uh, require new immigrants to be able to support themselves financially. Hey, there's a 10% jobless uh, uh, percent in this country right now, and over 30 million Americans can't afford rent. So, like, how about even just Americans being able to support themselves financially? That sounds really nice. Uh, we're going to go through We got three more points. Let's, uh, let's fucking pound right through them. Number one. Uh, oh, sorry. Innovate for the future. Number one, launch Space Force. Establish permanent manned presence on the moon and send the first manned mission to Mars. Number two, build the world's greatest infrastructure system. <laughs> Number three, win the race to 5G and establish a, nation, a national high-speed wireless internet network. Number four, Continue to lead the world in access to the cleanest drinking water in the cleanest air. 
And the last one, partner with our other nations to clean up our our planet's oceans. So, I'm... So, rather than focusing on, like, refitting our infrastructure to be eco-friendly, we're going to spend billions of dollars to put some dude or some lady or some person on the fucking moon and then send someone to Mars who will probably die. We're in the middle of a fucking global pandemic! Also... We, we don't have the cleanest drinking water and the cleanest air. Okay, like, America first foreign policy. Gee, who saw that coming? Stop endless wars and bring our troops home. Get allies to pay their fair share. Maintain and expand America's unrivaled military strength. Wipe out global terrorists who threaten to harm Americans. Build a great cybersecurity defense system and missile defense system. So, actually... Um, rather than stopping endless wars, you're just creating a massive military that actually can eradicate any and all other armies, and therefore that ends war. But not because you actually want peace, but because you want to just kill everyone who doesn't sign up to let America just run shit. And, like, I mean, I, I, I don't really feel like this needs to be explained, but if there's terrorists who want to threaten to harm Americans, they probably don't just wake up and go, you know who fucking sucks? Americans. I'm going to kill them. Usually, and now I'm only overgeneralizing here because it's super easy to do, um... Usually, terrorists that want to attack America have they themselves been attacked by America. And I know it's, like, definitely not, like, a huge constitutional right that Americans love to tout and pretend to give a shit about that, like, the right to bear arms against someone in self-defense... That wouldn't want to translate to someone who America is directly attacking, right? That that doesn't that's not how that works, right? Right? Oh, I'm getting. Pe- yep, actually, in fact, it it actually is not how that works, and we're actually a fascist authoritarian country. But that's okay, right, guys? Because fucking pumpkin spice coffee is back, so like it's okay. Um. And the last one, defend American values. American values, folks. Continue nominating constitutionalist Supreme Court and lower court judges. Protect unborn life through every means available. Defend the freedoms of religious believers and organizations and support the exercise of the Second Amendment rights. So, two things. One, um, how about we focus on the lives that are already born first? Uh, the second, um, last time I checked, you, you, the Trump administration kind of spent a lot of their first year, uh, actively, like, refraining from extending freedoms of religious beliefs to Muslim folks, right? Right? Like, I kind of remember, like, a whole, like, travel ban thing, like, like, based on someone's religion, 
Um, even though what he meant was Middle Eastern folks, he referred to it as his Muslim band. Or, sorry, he referred to it as his Muslim band. I'm just kind of not understanding here. Um, and, I mean, su- support the exercise of Second Amendment rights. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let's go ahead and... You know, let's let's just get a refresher of uh, let's go let's go ahead and read the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Um, I don't I don't want to fuck this up, so we're we're gonna actually find the official Second Amendment Sorry, this is a weird ad by Wikipedia. Um, sorry, this isn't what I'm looking for. Alright. The text of the Second Amendment reads in full. I gotta go to the website because it's not completely in. Oh, fuck. I swear to God if this starts playing a video. This is a history.com, guys. Um, I don't know why it like always, oh, cool. There's an ad on history.com that says stop terrorist group Antifa. Trump won't stand for radical chaos. He fights for, oh, wait, I'm probably getting this ad because I was just on Trump's website. Oh, okay. Okay. Alrighty. All right. So I'm going to read this whole history.com article because why the fuck not? Oh, no, the fuck I am not. Where is... Okay, so the text of the Second Amendment reads in full. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So, I mean... The whole militia thing is kind of like null and void because our National Guard has transformed into just an extension of the military. Um, And most military officials have lost the understanding that they actually are supposed to defend the Constitution and not the president. And most uh, people who join the military usually join for not the right reasons. Um, not that there really is a right reason to join the military, um, in my opinion, especially not the American military. But most of them don't recognize that their loyalty actually lies to the American citizens and not the president. So, like, this whole, like, right to keep and bear arms is actually a constitutional right that is written so that if a government ever tries to assume full power and remove the rights and freedoms of certain citizens and becomes tyrannical, that the American citizens reserve the right to bear arms against that tyrannical government. So it's not like, you know, we're currently in the midst of watching a fascist, uh, tyrannical government kind of like take control uh and it's definitely not like that has been happening for like 50 to 100 years or anything like that but i'm glad that the trump campaign really recognizes the importance of the second amendment and i'm 
especially glad that all Trump supporters recognize that that amendment is actually there to protect them against the person that they are getting tattoos of, um, spending thousands of dollars to just get a sign with Trump's name on it. Like, I, I'm really glad that they know that. So, <laughs> so it's very obvious to me that, like, like American electoral electoralism and democracy are gone. Like they're just gone. They have been for a while. I'm not saying this is new, but like, like this isn't. How do I explain this properly? Americans have become so nationalistic and militaristic and individualistic that they have completely forgotten the actual ideals of the American Revolution. And that is not me saying that the American Revolution holds any fucking weight. Earlier when this thing talked about the American Revolution, I meant to bring up the fact that, like, this is an established government that literally, like, went into another country that already had established government and basically was like, we run this place now. And then, like, killed people who didn't listen. So, like, America is bad. Like, I don't know how to say it any... Like, America isn't good. America was bad from the beginning. America has been bad since then to, like, now. And, like, only, like... Like, 7% of Americans would actually say that. Or think that. And, like, so that is terrifying. I don't know how else to... I, I don't know what else to say. Like, this shit is terrifying. Especially because, as far as I tell... And I, I, I again, don't want to make a prediction. But as far as I can tell, I genuinely do think that... Biden lost this shit. The Democrats lost. And I'm not going to say whether it's intentional or not. My opinion is that it it seems to be. But they lost. Like, this was a cakewalk for Democrats. This genuinely should have been the easiest election in American history. And they still lost. Probably. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know where to go with this. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> um, I was also reading Joe Biden's, uh, campaign stuff, and, like, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend, like, like, Joe Biden is, like, I don't know, like, a viable candidate or anything like that, but, like, I did read some of his websites like things that they say he's going to do and like it it genuinely seems like like for example um let me go to it's under joe's vision on joebiden.com um so even like under jobs and economic recovery he seems to acknowledge the fact that like Washington giving billions of dollars to, like, huge corporations is taking away, like, money from working-class families. But again, if you look at Joe Biden's government history as well as uh, Kamala Harris's, 
they have huge ties with um Silicon Valley with Big Pharma um and Joe Biden has accepted his fair share of money from big companies. So I mean I I don't know. I I'll, I'll probably go go through and read the rest of like what his website has to say. I'm definitely not going to vote for him. I'm just throwing that out there and I definitely don't think that anyone should. I definitely don't think anyone should vote this election. But I genuinely think that um if Joe Biden were to be elected, we would have like a 0.12% better chance of like systemic change because I've said this on a few different podcasts now, but I I genuinely think that the difference between Trump and Biden is slim to none. But the one important difference that there is is Trump's main like shtick as a person is like his attempt to make it so that no one thinks that he is a loser. And therefore, like, he will do anything that it takes to prove that he was, like, like he came out on top of every situation. Um, and so he really won't be responsive to, like, a mass movement or anything like that, as we've seen, because it makes him look bad. Whereas Joe Biden, as far as I can tell, based off of the interviews and shit that I've watched, Joe Biden just wants to be your friend. Like, he is so depressed. <laughs> he's so sad, guys. But he's also a war criminal and a piece of shit, so fuck Joe Biden, just throwing that out there. But, like, I feel like because he's such a whiny old man who just, like, wants to be cool, um, like, if we formed a mass movement... Um, there would be like, like I said, a 0.12% chance that he might respond positively to it and accept the demands because he just wants to be a part of the group, you know? Um, so yeah, I, uh, I've done some more researching. Uh, I'm going on an episode, uh, coming up soon. Uh, I'm sure you will see that pop up soon, but, um... So I've done some research, uh, and I spent probably about four and a half hours yesterday researching uh, a lot of third-party candidates, and I would like to, um, as it stands right now, uh, offer my official endorsement um, to uh, the one candidate that I have been able to find that I genuinely think is worth my vote to Gloria Lariva, who is a member of the American Socialist, uh, or sorry, Party for Socialism and Liberation, uh, and also the Peace and Freedom Party. Uh, you can find a lot of her work. Uh, she writes, and she has done um, a lot of documentaries and stuff like that. You can find her on uh, liberationnews.org. They do a, a good write-up of her uh, campaign and what she intends to do. I am, however, probably going to vote, if I vote, for Howie Hawkins. Simply because I genuinely think that not that I think he will win, but he has a better chance at winning. 
And I know that makes me sound like such a fucking hypocrite. But at the same time, like, I am not responsible for the system and government in which I exist under and therefore cannot be held responsible or guilty for the decisions that I have to make in order to make attempts at change. Like, I would love to exist in a system where I could vote for Gloria Lariva or anyone that I actually felt deserved my vote and that person might actually genuinely have a chance at winning but that's not the system we exist in so i kind of have to work with that so my official 100 percent who i would vote for if given the opportunity to vote for her and have it matter goes towards gloria lariva and the party for socialism and liberation but who i probably will vote for will be howie hawkins now that doesn't have to mean anything to anyone. I mean, I'm literally just talking to my phone right now. So this doesn't have to mean anything to anyone. Do with that as you must. Research them if you would like. Fucking don't if you don't want to. All I gotta say is, genuinely, to all those who think or might have some hope that come November things will change, it is imperative that you recognize that the problems that exist in this country are not dependent on our elected officials especially not on our president they have to do with the foundation of government economics and society that exists within this country and those have to be attacked dismantled and rebuilt first This shit is not going to change just because we got a new fucking person sitting in the Oval Office. Thanks for listening to any of you who made it through that. Um, uh, I'm very much enjoying doing these bonus episodes. If you like them and would like, you know, kind of like out of left field topics that maybe don't have to do with politics um, that you would like to see in a bonus episode, send them my way. Um, if you don't already, go ahead and find me on social media at Annoying Question Boy. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, I also do a YouTube channel, which you can find at AnnoyingQuestionBoy.com. Or, sorry, AnnoyingQuestionBoy on YouTube.com. Um, and I also do a blog on Blogger.com under the surname, uh, <laughs> Annoying Question Boy. Um, also, I would like to give a huge shout out to, uh, Left Pod Posting on Facebook, who has, uh, been a huge help in keeping me motivated to do this shit, and also has given me a lot of likes and listens and shares and stuff like that, so shout out to you guys, I really appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Zach Ellsworth, I believe is his last name, I'm so sorry if I got that wrong, like, we're literally only friends on Facebook, it is Zach Ellsworth, I totally knew that, you're, you're the man. Uh, also shout out to um, some other folks in Left Pod Posting for just simply spreading the love and spreading the camaraderie. Uh, if you don't already, go ahead and uh, join that group. You can find a lot of good resources for uh, a bunch of different podcasts. We have a huge list of all the uh, different podcasts that uh, we have kind of like cultivated we also have uh every saturday a signal boost saturday where we vote for our favorite five podcasts and then go ahead and signal boost them 
and then finally we also have a reading list and just a whole lot of good things on that page so go ahead and uh find that on facebook again left pod posting uh capital l left pod capital p is one word and then posting capital p uh yeah so i hope everyone's doing well staying safe uh thanks again for listening and uh go ahead and fuck some shit up in your local area maybe you know totally as a joke as a parody maybe take steel trump flags and blue lives matter flag flags as a joke you know as a parody uh just satire nothing else uh yeah so go ahead and uh have a great day bye